Channel Showing the Youth How to Love God With Testimonies and the Word of God Every Tuesday at 7.30 And hold this in Radio Renovación Tu radio, tu bendición Radio Renovación, pensando en ti, en llevarte la bendición a todo lugar del mundo, a través de la palabra de Dios y la música que trae un mensaje de salvación. Radio Renovación, tu radio, tu bendición. Hello everyone, happy Tuesday, how are you guys doing today? We are here back again in RadioRenovacion.com, your radio, your blessing here with Let's Be Real. I am Gabriela. I am Caesar, And I am Luis. And oh my goodness, how has your guys' day been? I feel like a week is a long time to not see, hear from each other, so why don't we start off with that? <laughs> I clogged the toilet today. <laughs> Whoa, that's... Who's gonna start off like that? <laughs> I know we talked about being bold for Jesus, right? <laughs> but that's like too bold. Nah, I, I, had a, I had a good day today. Um, you know, I we had a lot of fun. Well, yeah, we had a lot of fun at work today. Works not somewhere to have a lot of fun, but we had uh, we we had a pretty good day today. It was uh, it was kind of busy, which was good because you know there's something to do. But um, actually, I had a really good day today. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear that. How about you, Louis? Uh, today, I actually had an orientation for this uh, program that I'm doing. Supposedly they're gonna be teaching me how to do Java or code Java. But oh, to wow. be honest, there's like been some complications in a way, like because they sent me an email to create an account and. And I don't know, just this whole process. Uh, but for some reason, the website crashed, and then I wasn't able to finish. And I guess tomorrow is when everything starts. So I'm still in the midst of like, am I going to be in the program? Am I mm-hmm. not? Because you know everything's happening tomorrow. So uh, we'll see. If it's God's will, I'll be in the program. And if not, then you know I'll just continue be finding other stuff uh, to sure, occupy myself sure. with. Well, I had not a very busy day. I mean, I feel like my day is very basic on Tuesdays because I don't work on Tuesdays. So <laughs> it's usually my day off and I do a bunch of housework. I either do laundry or um, today I actually got a chair for my desk yeah. and my brother's going to give me his desk and everything. So that's what I'm going to do uh, as I when we finish the program tonight i'm gonna go ahead and like fix my desk and kind of finish cleaning my room so mm. that's my day not very interesting but <laughs> hey it's okay it's she didn't clog a toilet today <laughs> but I did, in, in fact i did not do that okay no, we eat our fibers <laughs> <laughs> well so this is what happened right <laughs> okay i'm just gonna go over uh, um, so what happened was that apparently it was clogged before me and you're not supposed to put tissues in the bathroom and so uh, I put a tissue in there, and then, yeah. I got clogged. It, yeah. Even more so. Yeah. It was so nasty. Like, yeah. Uh, that, that's... Uh, yeah. Next, that's next topic. interesting, yeah. <laughs> next topic. Oh, my gosh. How are you guys feeling about the inauguration being soon? And um, today's... I- some news. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, is, it, is it what I'm going to say? I don't know. What are you going to say? Well, I heard because I heard that when Trump said that when he leaves the office, he wants a red carpet and a 21 gun salute to him. Okay. I, I did not, not hear that. You know what a 21 gun salute is, right? Uh, no, I do not. It's like, um, well, I think so. It's it's when you like uh, the, like soldiers man. line up. Oh, okay. And out as he's uh, as he's like uh, crossing the red carpet, you know, they go fire. 
Well, I that's heard. that's what I heard, but I don't know. I feel like that because right now I think that they said like no to him because yeah. of everything that's happened in the Capitol. Yeah, yeah definitely. But, yeah. They have to try and keep safe. I know that today is his last day, if I'm correct, in mm-hmm. office. So a bunch of people were like celebrating, and a bunch of people were, I mean, are <laughs> happy for him to leave. Other people are angry because he's leaving. But I mean, I'm just excited because. You know, he was given the opportunity of four years, and I think he did what he wanted to and everything. And now we're going to see, you know, maybe we don't know what's next, but it's somebody else, and we don't know what can happen in the next four years. You know, we just got to trust God, and at the end of the day, God is the one that is in control of anything uh, and everything regarding uh, even our presidents and our leaders and everything, so... We just got to keep on trusting God. But I don't know what you wanted to share particularly. Well, I actually had three. Well, I did some research because I know we always share news. And I was like, there's not much today. But I actually went in depth. So uh, I feel like everybody already knows. But uh, Biden was trying to shine the lights uh, or do some light ceremony for those that have died due to COVID. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, I don't know when that's going to happen. If it happened already? I, I don't already? I don't think so. I, I think, think it's, it's barely going to happen. Or they're planning on doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the, the, uh, it's not the lantern thing, right? Where, think, like, yeah, yeah. where they've got the lantern thing and then... Yeah, you, let, you let it go. Yeah. And yeah. Around 400,000 people died. Dang. That's crazy. That's, that's really sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I was looking for Christian news or biblical news. Um, and it so happens that in Florida and Missouri, I guess they're debating on making offering in public schools to have Bible classes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that, but I'm like, what? Imagine having more people know about Christ. They said they, mm-hmm. they're going to do that in order to prevent, you know, crimes or uh, violence and all this stuff. And I mean, I think you know what? Good. You know what? I think it's crazy about this. What? Yeah. That people are actually like, um, they actually they're they're acknowledging with God like good things happen. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know like back in the not not back in the day but like not so long ago they said that it was bad because yeah. uh, I don't know right I'm not really exactly what happened but they used to say that it's bad to learn about God because yeah. this is and that and now they're it's it's turning around maybe now they're saying that it's actually good and I they think that's gonna well I know it's gonna prevent like no less crimes and. And stuff like that. But I think it's really good. I think the reason they said that originally is because uh, the U.S. proclaims so much to be like um, a country where there's, you know, free will and there's Mm -hmm. the opportunity of freedom of speech and all of that. So I think that a lot of people kind of when they're given the idea of having biblical classes or having, you know, the name of God spoken to children from a very early age they're kind of afraid because they feel like we're pushing our religion on them when in reality we've said it before it's not a religion it's a relationship personally with god and i think now that a lot of people i mean everyone right now needs hope you know so many of us like we don't know the outcome of what's next so really god is the only thing we can hold on to right now there's nothing else secure in life and we saw that once uh once covid came around last year that nothing in this world is forever and that you can have a job one day and not have it tomorrow and you can be completely healthy today and not be completely healthy tomorrow you can you know have whatever today and lose it tomorrow so people realized that when covid hit because i mean everything was put to a like hall everything was stopped 
and they didn't know if we were going to go back to school. Kids right now, they're um, debating on sending them back like to in-person classes or still having online. They're debating on like, you know, leaving the people that are working from home, letting them just stay at home forever and just work from home, you know? So COVID came to change a lot of things. And I think people realized that and realized, hey, like, I need to put my faith, my hope in something because, like, clearly where I had it didn't work out, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, there's also another bit of news um, from outside of uh, the U.S. There's also uh, in, in Afghanistan, not in Iraq. So basically there's a Swedish church that, you know, in Iraq, I guess Christianity is uh, illegal. illegal. So basically, a Swedish church decided to send out drones carrying Bibles, Christian Bibles, what? and sending them to Iraq for those communities. You know, the large, large populated communities, and that's how, that's their way of you know spreading the gospel and mm-hmm. sharing for those who are interested or curious in knowing more about yeah. God. There's really no limits when you really want to be bold for Christ, because yeah. yeah. um, here in the U.S., you know, we have the opportunity to buy our Bibles online amazon whatever where we can find them and there's people that don't there's people that cannot have their bibles that i know some people try and hide them like sometimes in their suitcases or whatever and they confiscate them they take them at like tsa or whatever and they're not allowed to have them so it's really something to think about and say like what are we doing like we that have the opportunity to you know not only learn about god personally and have our own bible but share that with others and allow people to experience the same joy that we've experienced and to experience the same um just life that we have been um allowed to live because of christ you know Mm -hmm. not just living without purpose but living with a purpose and living with joy and having an opportunity of hope and faith and restoration and all of that with christ so yeah yeah it's awesome that you share that, but oh my goodness, I know we did like a little poll on Instagram to ask you guys for questions. Not everyone asked us questions, <laughs> but to the few that did, we thank you and we appreciate you. And if you missed out and you weren't able to send in a question, do not worry. Make sure you follow us at Let's Be Real TSCC. I'll go ahead and repeat that at Let's Be Real TSCC on Instagram follow us we post a bunch of stuff on there so you'll be able to keep on updated with what we have also we have our phone number you can go ahead and dial us at 925-384-0049 925-384-0049 call us leave us a comment uh request a song yeah. you know if you want to hear a song tell us a story or whatever you guys feel on your heart, you guys can go ahead and call us or DM us on Instagram. Um, I want to go ahead and share a shout out to Alessandra who sent in a question. She was one of the first ones that I can remember off the top of my head. So shout out to Alessandra. I hope you're tuning in tonight. We'll answer your question. We're ready. Um, I know we also have a bunch of other people that follow us. We have Diana, uh, we have Brianna follow us on there, and we have some other friends. I don't know if you guys can think of any other names at the top of your head, but shout out to everyone <laughs> who listens to us and tunes in from the Bay Area, Antioch, Brentwood, Oakley. Brazil. We, yeah, I know. <laughs> shout out to the person from Brazil. Like, 
I don't know. Yeah, they tune in, us, but you should, you should give us a call, man. You should Talk teach us. Portuguese. Yeah, teach us some words or phrases or like how to say "God bless you" or something. That'd be fun to learn. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we had a segment for a while where you brought in like uh, try to teach somebody language. I mean, a different language. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know if that worked out, but um, we'll try to bring it back. <laughs> we'll try and bring it back and see yeah. if it makes a comeback or not in the next episode. <laughs> But, oh my gosh, I know that uh, the reason we wanted to post a Q&A on our page and for you guys to be able to ask questions is because I think us as Christians have had many of those questions ourselves. Yeah. And I know that there's been many times in my walk with God personally where I think to myself, what about this? Or what does God say about this? Or what does, you know, what does the Bible say about this? Or I don't really understand this. Can someone explain it to me? Yeah. So tonight we're going to do just that. I know I prepared some questions. Luis has some questions. Caesar has some questions. We can either ask them to each other or just um, kind of bring one up and I'll talk about it and share our opinions on it. Um, but I hope this truly blesses you guys out there. And if you guys have a question, again, just don't be afraid to DM us or call us. Um, but tonight is going to be just that, us getting together and answering questions so we can all learn and all grow together as a family. Mm, yep, yep. Okay, but I want to go ahead and share Alessandra's question, which I think we have shared before. Mm -hmm. um, but it's something that honestly a lot of people struggle with. So her question was, how do I get closer with God or to God? So that was her question, and yeah. I want to start off by saying thank you, Alessandra. Um, and I think this question can go many different ways, yeah. you know, depending on how you're trying to look at it. But if you want to get closer to God, it's either you've never had a relationship with Him before, or you have, but you've strayed away. Yeah. You see, there's two different cases mm -hmm. here. But w I think the first step is always surrender. Yeah. You know, we got to come from a place where we are humble and we recognize that we need God. That is when we allow God to move in our lives and to start a good work in us. When we recognize as humans that in our strength, we are not enough. That in our human mind, like our capacity, like we cannot do this life without God. Yeah. So recognizing God, I know that... Um, for those of uh, you young people that are tuning in from uh, Metanoia Youth on Friday, we talked a little bit about like how to prepare a devotional and stuff. Yeah. And hey, learning to prepare a devotional is a great way to get closer to God yeah. because you're getting in His Word. You're getting to know His characteristics. You're getting to know who God is mm -hmm. because to be able to get close to God and to understand and to have a relationship with Him, you need to know who He is. You cannot have a relationship with someone that you do not know right yeah. so you need to get to know him you need to read your word because the word of god is something so precious that he left us for us to be able to know i love to uh call it the book of life because it really has everything in there yeah. anything that you might need you're able to learn when you read the bible so my biggest recommendation is always surrender to god pray prayer is so important communication not just once because I know our pastor says this sometimes, but think about it. If you're in a relationship and you have a significant other, you don't just talk to them one day for like an hour and not talk to them throughout the rest of the week, right? Yeah. That doesn't work out. You're communicating 
um, with them throughout the week. You might see them throughout the week. Why? Because you want to have a strong connection with them. You want to have a strong relationship with him um, or with a person, not just something, you know, that can easily break or that you guys lose contact or stuff like that. So make sure you are communicating with God. You are sharing with him your heart. Be honest. Yeah. Don't be afraid to be honest and be yourself. You know, if you feel a certain way, let him know. If you're, you know, feeling weak, if you're feeling lonely, whatever it is, God is there to hear you out. And he is there 24-7, okay? Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to talk to him and to read your Bible and to look into detail what certain things mean because I know the Bible can be sometimes difficult to understand, but hey, that is why we have uh, the great mr google out there to mm -hmm. give us and have other resources if you ever don't know the meaning of a word or you want to know the origin of something google is a great way always fact check it but it's a great way to also um kind of find your way to get closer to god i don't know about you yeah. guys what would you, what would you answer to her i feel like like you were saying communication is key because uh when you can well basically uh, with god you're gonna be praying right but also I feel like sometimes we're too shy to pray in front of our family. So I would say I would recommend, you know, find a spot in your house that you feel more comfortable with in. It might be your room. It might be a closet. It might be outside in the backyard in a car. Uh, but find that spot for yourself and make it an intimate time with God. Um, but make sure you you make that time because sometimes we say, like, you know, we're, I'm going to go spend some time with God. But then we find ourselves being distracted with other things. And that that also brings me to... Uh, another point of uh, fasting you could fast you know uh, your distractions it may be your social media it may be movies uh, netflix series uh but you know sacrificing that bit of um entertainment will bring you closer to god and help you nope. grow spiritually because without fasting your your spirit is going to become weak that's um, right and you need to strengthen your spirit because temptations are going to come distractions are going to come the enemy is going to try to separate you from god and i can testify that and say that with my own life as well like i haven't fasted in a while and i feel like you know i need to fast because uh, a lot of distractions have been coming this year a lot of uh, things have been coming my way that i i just feel like you know i don't hear god's voice anymore so in a sense i feel like i need to come back to god uh, start fasting again pray in a way that it's not just a routine-ish prayer but a prayer that comes from the heart and it's a sincere prayer or even just, you know, talking to God, telling them, being real with him, like Gabby was saying, don't be afraid to show God your messiness mm -hmm. uh, because God loves you with all that you are and all that you have. Um, and so bring all that you have. Um, but yeah, even worship as well. Uh, I know we talk about that as well. Worship is for some people, it's more uh, what touches their heart the most. Uh, some people may be, you know, scripture, but like uh, for me, worship is one of the moments where i could get intimate with god just have worship playing in the background and me just laying there you don't even have to say anything but god just knows your heart and so basically there's a lot of ways to get closer to god but mainly you know the basics is just read his word fast and pray mm -hmm. i i completely agree what about you what do you think caesar so uh i like the way you put it about a uh, relationship um <clears throat> from what I would say was uh, think about something that you like. Let's say uh, I'll put myself as an example. I like music. If uh, if I put the same amount of energy that I put into music uh, to God, to getting closer to God, 
that's that's gonna really, that's gonna really uh, build a stronger connection, a, bro- a stronger bond. Cause like uh, like you were saying about relationship, in a relationship you you're supposed to see them, you're not you're not supposed to, right? But like you you talk every single day, you know you want to see each other every single day. I mean, it's not a true relationship. I feel if there's not communication. Yeah. You know because the point of a relationship, like you're getting to know someone, mm-hmm. and you cannot know someone at a deeper level. If you're not talking to them, if you're not seeing them, if you're not, like, going out and, like, there's no way to grow and to get to know someone more if you don't put yourself in that position, you know? Because if you just, like, wait and see what happens, it's like, okay, like, if you're not making the effort to talk to this person or to God, because, you know, we're talking about God, then you're not going to get closer to Mm -hmm. him. You know, uh, James 4, 8 says... Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Yeah. So it takes us. We need to draw near to God for God to draw near to us because He's a gentleman. He always waits for us um, to take that step because He doesn't want to force anything upon us. Yeah. You know, He shows us His grace and His mercy, and He so beautifully and graciously displays it, and He says, this is what I have to offer you. Now it's on you if you will take it and you want to go and go deeper into that you know because there's many parts in the bible where it says seek and you shall find ask and it shall be given to you so i mean god is literally saying like if you want something you need to make your effort and put you know passion and put your heart into it and i will do the rest you know but you have to take that step you know you have to initiate and so i think Alessandro, to answer your question, there's many ways that you can get closer to God. Yeah. It just starts with taking that initial step. That's the hardest thing, yeah. taking that initial step. But once you do it, I can assure you that if you hold on to the hand of God, He will gladly walk right next to you and show you the way of life and mm-hmm. what to do and what steps to take. And He will guide you into your purpose and He will guide you into the beautiful and amazing plan that He has for you. So trust Him. If you put in your heart um, this question to ask how to get closer to God is because you have the desire to. So don't be afraid to get started and don't be afraid to take that step tonight, Alessandra. So we hope this answered your question. And moving on to our next question, I don't know if you guys want to bring one and then that Mm -hmm. way we'll kind of do different questions tonight. Yeah, so there was a question that came up that says, what makes someone a Christian? I want to see what you guys want to have for that. Ooh, I kind of want to answer this one. Go for it. Um, so what I think yeah. makes a person a Christian, <coughs> when you have <laughs> my bad, that's a little bold. <laughs> when you uh, when you live a Christ devoted life, that's one. Uh, when you follow, well, basically, Christ. Well, basically, yeah, basically, when you live a Christ devoted life, you know, you're fasting, you're praying. Uh, yes, we make mistakes. Well, I'm not saying the the never the question never said a perfect Christian because there's no such thing as a perfect Christian. Yeah. You know, uh, we make mistakes, but like if if you consider yourself a Christian, I'd say as long as you have God in your heart and you follow His commandments, then I that's that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, adding to that, kind of just what he said, but when I think of a Christian, I immediately think. Christ-like, yeah. mm-hmm. or like little Christ, right? Well, so, I think that's a definition of a Christian. Christian is Christ-like or a little, basically, yeah. a little Christian, yeah. So what does that entail, or what does that mean? I mean, having the characteristics of God. 
what would Jesus do? Think about it in that situation. You know, are you displaying the love of Christ? Are you, you know, actually truly seeking God? Not just going to church and showing up. Like, are you constantly seeking Him in your home, in your daily life? Is He a part of your everyday routine? That is what makes a true Christian, not just coming to church on a Sunday. Because everyone can do that. Trust me, everyone can wake up at 9 in the morning, show up at 10, stay for an hour, even go uh, to the altar, take that step and like pray and cry and still go back to the same life. But being a Christian entails sacrifice. It entails um, restraining or sometimes even just like um, neglecting your flesh because we're, we're like we're not supposed to. The Bible says take up your cross every single day. What does that mean? Make sacrifices. If you feel like you're being tempted, are you constantly seeking God, you know? Yeah. Is your heart in a position where you want to honor God? And is that your main goal? Or is your main goal in something else that is not of God or God himself? Yeah. You know, that, in my opinion, I think that is uh, kind of what describes a Christian. That's basically what it is. And I also wanted to add on, you know, because it says God is love. So always showing love regardless of who the person may yep. be. It might be a person you know that you probably had a bad history with in the past but you know if you want to be like christ be like god then you got to show love to everybody and like gabby's also sharing being a christian is not just you know about routine or rituals that you have to do about you know worshiping uh coming to church on sundays but it's more of the relationship that you have with god more of uh how much are you trying to be like god you know actually trying to be like god in that sense you know that we're sharing uh you know the um uh, how do you say, uh, submitting yourself, submitting your flesh yeah. to, to God and, and trying to be a new person. Because I know in the past, you know, we could be this person full of anger, full of uh, depression, all these negative things that the enemy brings to our lives. But once we're trying to be like Christ, we're going to be that joy. We're going to be that love. We're going to be that peace that people need. And that's right. And we're so, going to be that reflection of Christ, yeah, that yeah. help and that yeah. guidance. So, yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if you have a question uh, that you want to bring, or I'll go ahead and bring another one. Um, so this kind of, I guess, goes to add on to your question, but why does it matter if Christians go to church? Why can't you just be a Christian at home? Man, that's a very good question. See, because I had a lot of people, <laughs> like, ask that. Like, I've had friends ask that, too. Like, I mean, I'm a Christian, but I don't, I don't want to go to church. Yeah. And I want to start off by saying that. There's a particular verse in the Bible where I know it in Spanish, right? And it says, um, no, ¿cómo se? it says, like, don't, well, I'll put it in, like, my own words, Your right? Translation. In my translation. But it basically says, like, don't stop going to church like a lot of people have done as a custom. So no dejes de ir a la iglesia como algunos tienen por costumbre, yeah. right? So a lot of people do it as a custom, like, oh, I don't have to go to church. I don't want to go to church, but... You, in a sense, you're coming to church because it's a community, yeah. right? We all come seeking God, and of course, you can seek God from home and whatever and seek Him and read your Bible and pray, and you're still going to be honoring God in that way, but there's something very special when you come to church because you come in a community, yeah. and church gives you the opportunity to serve others yeah. because... When you come to church, you can either come and just sit back and relax or whatever. But I know most people, 
come and they serve. It gives them an opportunity for growth. It allows God to move in different ways in your life. It's not just anymore just reading the Bible and praying. You're living out the Word of God in action because you're you're taking uh, the opportunity to serve others just like God has called us to do, to serve others, to speak of His Word. You're able to use your spiritual gifts, which if you're sitting at home and you're staying it, I doubt that you are using your spiritual gifts, right? If you're yeah. just sitting at home and not like doing anything, you're probably just sitting at home and whatever. Um, so it's not just about, you know, the physical action of coming to church. It's the amount of growth that can happen when you do so. And it's important. Community is important. God didn't make us to live or to be a Christian by ourselves. Like we see it from day one where God gave Adam Eve God doesn't want us to live or to be in this life alone. God wants us to be in community. God yeah. wants us to have friends. God wants us to have people that lift us up. I mean, we see that uh, the Bible says that two are better than one because when one stumbles, when one falls, the other can be there to uh, pick them up. But it is foolish when there is only one person because he cannot pick himself up, you know? So yeah. it's important. God... Uh, shows us so many times in the Bible, we see stories of friendship. We see David and Jonathan, a beautiful story of friendship. Like, God would not focus so much on how important community is if it wasn't important, yeah. right? He wouldn't, like, make it an effort to show us in the Bible stories where there's community, where there's, you know... I mean, we see so many different stories where there's... It's not just one person. It's a lot. Yeah. Why? Because God makes it, uh, God shows us how important it is, mm -hmm. how important community is. And to surround yourself, not with like just anybody, but to surround yourself with people that are going to edify your spirit, people that are going to lift you up, people that are going to pray with you and for you, people that are going to encourage you and people that are going to rebuke you when you are wrong. Yeah. Those are true friends. Those are true community. And that is the people that you should be surrounding yourself with and that is why you should not live your life alone as a Christian. That is why you should surround yourself with other people because when you have people around you, people are able to tell you because sometimes as humans, we cannot see our errors. Yeah. We cannot see what we are doing wrong. But see, if you are in a church, if you are planted somewhere, that shows not only commitment to God, but commitment to your church, commitment as a believer, like... Being in church does so many things. It's not just about coming and something physical. It's it's a lot coming yeah. to church. So I don't know if you guys have something to share about that. Do you want to go first? Um, I mean, I can go first. Yeah, go. Uh, kind of like, basically summarizing what you said. Like uh, like the Bible says, uh, congregense. Yeah. You know, congregate yourself. Uh, yeah. Like Gabby said, you know, you always have you always have to have like someone there for you. When you feel weak, when you don't, when you feel like you can't go anymore, yeah. it's always good to have friends. It's always good to have a community yeah. to you know to lift you up when you're in that hole. Uh, I remember like not so long ago, uh, I I felt I felt like I was in that hole, and I and I know that you uh you guys were that were that community were that were those friends for me to like when I needed someone to speak to, you guys were there for me. But yeah, but yeah that's that's why I think it's important to go to church. Yeah. Well, for me, I feel like many people, I guess, would say they don't want to go to church, you know, because of all the things that happen at church. So, I mean, of course, you know, we're, we're all human and problems happen regardless of where you're going to be, either be work, uh, in public, anywhere, you know, that um, we're weak and, you know, we, we have flaws. But basically in church, there's 
people get discouraged but also if it wasn't for church i'm gonna say about my own life if it wasn't for church i would have never grown spiritually i would have never felt or learned uh what it's like to be in god's presence because of church i that my first encounter with god was in church Mm -hmm. um i was able to you know break down and feel god's presence um in church i was challenged you know to uh step out of my comfort zone and you know be in the worship team and be on the altar uh along with the group and at first it was scary but i mean god helps you with those situations also uh, I was also challenged to step out and bring devotionals to youth. If it wasn't for church, I wouldn't have done that. And so basically church is a way, a place where you're able to test your faith and put everything to test mm-hmm. and also teach others, but also learn from others that are more spiritually mature and have been, you know, uh, learning from God for a long time. So um, I feel like I heard this from somebody that said, when you are at church, try to find somebody above you spiritually that you can learn from and also somebody below you that's you know less uh, i guess that needs help so you can help them and then the one above you can help you and so since i feel like that's why church is important because i know you could pray at home you could worship at home but it's just not the same when you're surrounded by community it's not yeah community is important and i found the verse it's in hebrews 10 20 through 22 through 25 and i want to read it it says like this in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting neglecting to meet together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day draw near. So this is perfectly what we're talking about because community is important you see when you have somebody that can help you and pray for you and pray with you for you and tell you like your errors tell you where you're wrong it helps you grow and god wants doesn't want to keep you in the same space um the same place spiritually he wants for you to grow he Mm -hmm. wants he has more for you but if you stay at home and you just limit yourself to your knowledge, you're neglecting more that God has for you because when you come to church, you meet other people, you yeah. hear other opinions. Like you, uh, like we said, you might have someone that knows a little bit more uh, spiritually that has uh, been longer in their walk with God and can encourage you in some way. So community is important. That's why coming to church is not just something physical, but it allows you to grow as a Christian and to really live out what it is to be a Christian, yeah. not just sit back and, you know, stay stagnant. No, to really live out what it is. Yeah. So that is what I think um, to answer your question. Nice. I also had another question come up and it says, do you have to be baptized to be a Christian? No, you do not have to be baptized to be a Christian. That is a simple answer. Baptism is a step that you can take, and most people do take it when they feel ready. Um, But you do not have to be, you don't have to get baptized to be a Christian. Like, I don't know whoever came up with the idea, right? But a Christian is just you recognizing that you need God. Yeah. Simple as that. We highly encourage you to get baptized. You know? Definitely. Yeah. We highly encourage that uh, because it's just, a, it's just, it's just, t- it's taking a step of faith with God. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. And if you think that you need to be baptized to be Christian, you don't. Yeah. But see, that comes with time because yeah. 
th- this is why when this is what it means to be a christian because when you take that step and you first recognize your need for god and you plant yourself in a church and you commit to a church and you start learning more about god and you start building your relationship with him and you start serving god shows you and god will let you know when it is the time for you to take that step but see those are all steps that you uh, have in your journey and your walk with god from the moment you say yes and you um you just say yes to welcoming him in your heart and that you want to know more about him and that you want to just grow in your walk and he will show you step by step it's baby steps you don't have to go running baby steps and god will show you and Mm -hmm. you'll know when is the right time for you to take that step don't rush it if you even if you're 15 16 20 Mm -hmm. years old 25 hey it's in god's time not yours remember that god's timing is perfect it's not a race guys it's not a race so uh i have a well i don't have a question from um from instagram but it's a question that uh my uncles and my parent, my uh, my dad especially, because he's not a Christian at the moment. Yeah. At the moment, because you know, yeah, God's good, right? Um, yeah, by faith, Amen. Um, yeah. What do you call? He would ask me uh, all the time, like, why do you even believe in God? What's the point of believing in God? Yeah. So, how would you guys answer that? I don't know if you want to go first. I would say, yeah, I'll go. I'll say basically because of the life uh, that I've been living. You know, he's just been showing himself to me in every single way, from you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I gave my testimony on this uh, podcast as well, you know, the fact that I'm alive is the reason that yeah. why I worship God. You know, the, the devil tried to take me down, but I know, but I'm we're here. Strong. Yeah, we're <laughs> strong. God has a purpose for each and every single one of us. And, um, you know, the journey, seeing that, you know, we're Catholic going through many problems, you know, uh, as, as normal people do you know but having an answer to all these situations to all these problems uh the fact that we're able to have peace and uh you know have have somebody to talk to when you're going through situations because i know many people that don't know of god they have you know those problems where that lead them to depression that lead them to anxiety that lead them to worry stress and all this stuff but they don't know where to see where to go to uh, many go to counselors and Mm-hmm. all these other people but to be honest those counselors don't really help yeah. um and so i would say i believe in god because of the peace he brings uh the 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 love that he's given me and regardless of how many times i failed him um and just you know the the atmosphere and the the feeling when i worship him it's it's something that's not from this world and so um my heart knows why you know but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think I believe in God because of everything that I've experienced in my life. I think there's no way to neglect. There's no way to ignore what he has done. I mean, I look at my life before Christ and I think how sad and hopeless and like without meaning my life truly was. Mm -hmm. But when I came to God, he turned that around and like the joy that i feel now the love that i feel like louis says the peace that you get to experience and the moments that you have in worship and it's just when you really choose to live a life um that glorifies god and you choose to grab yourself um from the hand of god you see that like why would you ever go back why would you ever go back to a life where you feel unfulfilled or sad or whatever depressed right 
yes, you might have those moments even when you're with your walk with God because we're human, you know, we're flesh. Um, we still hurt. We're still going to have sad moments, but yeah. there's going to be way more good moments than there is bad moments. And when there is bad moments, God is going to be right there to lift you up. God is going to be right there to um, encourage you, to hug you, to love you. Like, for me, the one thing that gets me is how can someone love me so much? Yeah. I remember um, that's one of the first things I experienced when I actually came to God is his love. Like, there's nothing like his love. Noth he is love, and there's nothing like him. So I think I believe in God because there is no one else in this world that has made me feel so loved, so fulfilled, um, and so important, so valued than God. So that's why I love God, mm -hmm. and I believe in him because I've experienced his truth. I've experienced um his miraculous being in my life yeah. so mm -hmm. that's why i believe in god i don't know about you if you want to share yeah um so when i would ask when he would ask when my, when my dad would especially when my dad would ask me he would be like why do you even believe in god my response was always i don't know mm -hmm. it's just something in my heart but now <clears throat> now that uh i'm older and i understand more i believe in god because he's been so good to me yeah and how do I know that he's been so good to me? The fact that I'm here and that I'm breathing, the fact that my mom is alive, the fact that my brother's alive, the fact that my little sister is alive. So uh, a lot of you guys don't know, but uh, my mom, before my little sister was born, she had three miscarriages. Yeah. And so just by being able to hold my little sister, there's something so amazing to, to do. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's just the reason I believe in God, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, and I know some people like they may also say like, why um, did God take away a certain family member from them? You know, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just like, you know, it's God. God knows. Sometimes we may not have the answer, but God knows why. Sometimes it may be because maybe in the future, because um, I know there was this pastor. He was talking about how his daughter got taken away from him, uh, but that was because God gave him a dream about that if his daughter had continued living she would have kept going away from God because she had a boyfriend or a husband or something. Yeah. But that husband was pulling her away from God. And mm -hmm. for some reason, you know, a situation happened and, and God took her from him. And, and the pastor was upset, but God made him understand that he took her because, you know, th the future was going to be bad for her. And so he yeah. wanted to have her with him. And so, I mean, mm -hmm. we, we may not know the answer to everything, but we just know that God has everything and do, does everything with a purpose. And I, uh, I actually have a story. Um, well, I don't know if you want to. No, go, go for now. it. Go for it. So um, I remember this is a story that Israel has shared with us. Yeah. Know Israel. For those who know this thing, he was he's an amazing person. He's a friend. Yeah, he's <laughs> one of our friends, one of our homies. Yeah. Uh, he was sharing a story about a, a girl that uh, who said, like he she was praying one day and she was like, God, I want to make. I want to. I want to be an impact in this world. I want a lot of people to come to Christ through me. I want you to use me, like in an amazing way. Yeah. And uh, it kind of it ties in with what you said. Why does God pay? Why does God take away people from our lives? Yeah. Uh, and I remember uh, he was telling you, sharing the story, and it was a uh, this uh, her mother was actually there praying with her, and she was like she was declaring that like, yes, God, like, Amen. So a couple weeks pass, and uh, she gets a letter. Uh, I think she was, it was from her youth or something uh, that they were going to make a missions trips 
a missions trip to Africa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she she's very excited, and you know that she ends up going, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Oh, this is my time to shine. Like I'm gonna make I'm gonna make an impact in this world. Like God just took me to this, and you know she's, he's gonna make an amazing impact." Yeah. And so he's she's going door to door, and every door she gets to, gets closed in her face. Yeah. Until she gets to this house. And so she, the guy, the guy seemed very cool. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. She's like, uh, she, uh, he asked her to come inside and she did, you know, she was sharing the gospel and he goes, well, I know another person who, who would be very interested, like very interested in this. And she, uh, she was like, oh yeah. And she was so caught up in the moment and she goes, she forgot what was like, how, like she was in a different country. Things were all different in that country. Yeah. And so she, uh. The guy get like she's like oh yeah like I'll just give you a ride and then, so you know she gets into her car she gets into the, his car he takes her to a very like sketchy place yeah and she was like well she thought about it she's like well God called me to do something be do an impact in, in this world and so he invited her into the house where she proceeded to get uh, raped oh wow and uh, they. Uh, they would call they they not that they they abused her yeah and uh they they brought her back to her to her uh to her camp or dorm whatever it was dead and uh it's crazy it's crazy because uh when her mom found out she was crying you know like you know a typical mom you know how sad that would be but the, when she when she when when God when uh, when her mom was praying that her dad was gonna make her daughter was gonna make an impact in in, 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 the, in the world, world. Mm-hmm. she did because through her story a lot of people came to Christ right. and it's kind of like the story of well not Rachel kinda, Joyce Scott yeah. <laughs> from the Columbine <laughs> yeah uh, uh, massacre uh, I still believe that's no, not I still believe the um, movie uh i don't know what the movie's called but i know i read her book when i was like 10 and her book is called rachel's tears if you guys ever want to read it amazing book it actually has experts um from her actual diary and journal Mm -hmm. that she would write in every single day to god but kind of adding um or transitioning to another question going uh based off what you were saying one of the questions i have written down is um oh my gosh i lost it hold up oh why do you think many prayers go unanswered? So I, I, I kind of want to start this one off, if you guys are okay with that. So I don't think prayers go unanswered. That's just my honest and, like, humble, like, opinion. Like I don't either. I, God answers. God answers. Now, if you choose to accept that answer, is on you, okay? Well, because well, go for it. sometimes God can say yes. God can say no. God can say this is not the time right now, but we are so impatient and we want things to happen our way. We want things to happen now that we, we blame it on God when God's like, wait, like, would you just wait? Okay. Like it's not time yet. Sometimes we're like, God, I want a relationship. And God's like, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying it's not time yet. You still need to grow spiritually. You're still immature. You still need this. Or, God, I want to go to this school. Okay, that's not the school I have for you. Mm-hmm. God, I want to be an artist. Okay, you like, you can't because the glory is for me, not for you. You see? When we actually tune our spiritual ear to the voice of God, we get to see that 
God answers our prayers. Yeah. He, a- he answers. When we ask, He answers. But sometimes because it's not the answer we want, we choose to ignore the answer. So that's, that's honestly what I think. Because I've had many occasions personally where I know I want something and I'm like, God, like, I'm going to share this real quick. But there's a school that I wanted to go to. And I've applied to literally since I've graduated, okay, guys? Like, it's a private school. It's a Christian school. It's in Los Angeles. It's far away, not close to my home church. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, every time that I prayed, God would put in my heart, like, you can't leave. And I remember I'd, like, brush it off. I'd be like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> he just he's just saying that right now, he'll you know? He'll change his mind later. Yeah, like, he'll change his <laughs> mind later. It's okay. But every single time I pray, still to this day, I still haven't transferred it yet, you guys. Um, even still now, God's like, no. Yeah. And is it hard? Definitely. Because it's one of the schools. And in my opinion, I feel like that'd be great. And it'd be, like, an awesome opportunity for my life. But when I think about it and I really pray, I realize, you know what? It might be what I want. But if I really want and pray that it be God's will over my life, it's not always going to be the answers that I want. It's not always going to be the answers that I expect. It might not be the school that you want. It might not be the person that you want in a relationship. It might not be, you know, I don't know, something that you're praying for. Parents, it might not be your children coming to Christ yet. Or even um, kids, it might not be your friends coming to Christ yet or however it may be. Like there's so many different things that we can ask of God. It might be financially. It might be, you know, a job. It might be um, a desire of your heart. Just know that God answers your prayers. Sometimes it might not be what you want, but he answers. Listen to what he answers. And if he tells you to wait, wait, because I promise you it's going to be worth it in the end. God's promises are amazing and they're they're great, but it's in his time, not ours. Yeah. Don't rush it. Yep. So I don't know what you guys want to add to that. Uh, basically, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All you said was true. And, and yeah, like for me as well, I've been, I made many prayers, but of course, some were answered and majority of them were just like, it's not your time yet. Like, because I know right now in the, in the, um, season, time, in the season that I'm going in right now, basically, I'm a senior and this is my last semester and so basically it is known for everybody that's a senior should have at least an internship or something or have a job already so once you graduate you know you're on your way but for me I have gotten nothing <laughs> so it's kind of str- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's gotten a little stressful you know because you know my mindset my worldly mindset or as a student you know is like what am I going to do? You know, I don't have a job yet. I don't have an internship yet. I don't, these opportunities, like they come, but they're not secure yet. And talking to my mom, you know, um, you know, she's my best friend, my counselor. She's listening. (laughs) Shout out to your mom. But, um, she said, you know, have you prayed about it? Has God answered you yet? And, um, and I said, you know, to be honest, I've been over caught up with all these other things that I haven't really prayed about it. But she said, you know, what if, it's God's will for you not to get a job yet at this time because, you know, right now I'm involved with the radio. Yeah. I'm involved with the worship. I'm involved with the youth. And if I was to get a job, probably I'd get less time, less free time. And so I'd probably get more busy and give less time to God. And I know that right now at this age that I'm at, I'm young, you know, I have a lot of energy. I, I, I have, I'm passionate and stuff. And so I feel like God in this season wants to use us 
uh, passionate people. Um, and maybe that's why he doesn't allow us, you know, to get into that job or uh, that school or whatever it may be, because it might take us away from God. It might take time away from him. Definitely. And so right now that we're in this season, I feel like God wants to use us um, because we're willing. But, you know, just be patient. I know, like for me, it's hard because I, I'm, I'm also the type of person that loves doing things right away, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's my answer. What so, about you? Um, Go for it. I actually have a story of the when God answered one of my prayers. Go, uh, Go ahead and tell so, us. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, it's actually the job I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, I was like, God, like, you know, I moved over here because, you know, I wanted something different. I didn't want to just sell parts. Yeah. And um, I remember God telling me, just wait and be patient Yeah. because I have greater things for you. Yeah. And uh, I haven't shared this share this with you yet but uh so i'm right now i'm gonna get into a sorry cracking yeah the, the microphone's a little you good there, there you okay. go uh so right now I'm, I'm in the process of of getting a getting a not a not a raise but like you know moving up yeah um well i'm still i'm still like uh working with my workers and still <laughs> just hold it you're good. Right. So you said you're ra you're raising up. You're getting an opportunity. Yeah, I'm in the same job, right? Yeah, in the same job. It's crazy because I always thought I was gonna stay there for a very long time. Yeah. But yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And hey, we can see God's face uh, faithfulness in that. And but, but actually, that's actually a really good point. You know, I always like, I, was, I always wanted everything now. Like, to yeah, this day, I'm right just, away. I just want it now because you know. It's hard for me. It's, it's, it's a struggle because I have to go commute and yeah. I have to pay for gas. It's, it's like, so easy to be impatient with yeah. God. Like, because we're so used to, like, getting things quick and just having things, like, handed yeah. to us. And I feel like when we don't get that, we're, like, we get desperate. We're, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like, I need an answer now, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah. I want to ask one final question, and uh, I want to end with this. Why doesn't God reveal himself more obviously in everyday life? And I don't know what you mean. I don't know if, like, you mean, like, why don't we see miracles every day? But let me tell you, okay, if you wake up, that is a miracle in itself, yeah. okay? So I know that sometimes we may read the Bible and we, may, we might say, you know, but Jesus rose people, like, Jesus healed people, Jesus restored people, like, Jesus blessed people, like, I don't see that today, I don't see people talking in tongues, I don't see, like, you know, blind people being healed and, like, getting vision or whatever, but think about it, you know, sometimes we focus so much on, like, the big things, but have you looked up at the sky today, have you seen the stars tonight, have you seen the moon, have you taken a breath of fresh air today? Have you had a good meal today? All those things are miracles. Yeah. All those things are blessings. All those days are, all those things are the grace of God moving in your life. Mm -hmm. Every second, every moment of the day. Yeah. That is God moving. You don't have to see, you know, people being healed. Can God still do it? Yes, because God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forevermore, okay? Yeah. So God can still do that. The word of God says that if you had a faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains, right? So think about it. If we were to have that much faith, like what can we not do with God, right? Mm -hmm. So God can still do miracles like that today. If that's your question, yes, he can still do that. But don't, don't forget to look 
at the simple things in life. Don't forget to enjoy, you know, seeing a sunset. Don't forget to enjoy hearing the birds chirping in the morning, even if, even if it's really annoying. Yeah. Don't forget <laughs> to, uh, to enjoy the sound of a baby crying because that's a life. That's a life that God gave. So, like, all those little things that we might ignore, that is God moving every day in our life. So, he's still moving today. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys were here when, uh, Hermana Carrillo. Let me just switch my Or Yeah, you can do that, definitely. I don't know if you want to come over here and, like, use this microphone. <laughs> okay, you can take this one. Go okay. for it. So, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, like, um, when was it? I want to say it was, like, a, a cool year ago. Um, yeah. The uh, sister here, her name is uh, Car uh, Carrillo. Yeah, sister Car Carrillo. Sister Carrillo. She, her, her faith is amazing. You know, I, I just like you. Just once you see her, like you feel the anointment when she would used to, when she led worship. You could just feel like yeah. the presence of God. And I was, I remember, I remember this one time. Um, God manifested Himself through her, and I get chills just like remembering because mm. um, I remember, I remember just her saying. Cause, uh, cause Candy was playing the piano, uh -huh. and uh, and she she was she was pretty low, and I remember she said, "I I want you." To, he he specifically told told go, well, I don't know. It's really complicated to explain, but he said, "I want I want everything silent so my so my uh, so my people could hear clearly what I'm about to say," uh -huh. and she just turned it down a little bit, and she she kept playing. Uh -huh. And then I remember with authority, she's like, I told you to stop. And I was like, yo. And I started I started getting chills. And I remember yeah. what she said. Uh, he said, um, I'm coming soon, so my church better be prepared yeah. because I'm going to come like a thief in the night. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, like, I don't know if you guys get chills just listening no, yeah, to this, definitely. but, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's crazy. And it's true. God... Even though we don't see him working, he is working like the song says. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, my gosh. It's funny you say that because they sing it on Sunday. Um, but I love that song. It really, you know, when you listen to it and you pay attention to the lyrics and you realize, like, that is our God. Yeah. That God that they sing about, that they're saying, that we're declaring, he is our God. In the midst of our suffering, he is working. In the midst of all these uncertainties, in the midst of, um, all of just these things that you think are going wrong, God is working out everything for your good. So, you know, I'm so happy that we were able to answer your guys' questions tonight. I hope we can do this soon um, because there's so many questions and so many things that people ask about faith because Christianity is a journey. It's not just something that you choose to do one day and it's like easy for the rest of your life. No, yeah. it's a constant journey and you learn different things and you experience uh, different things in your walk with God, depending if you're, you know, just starting out, you've been here for a while or you've been here for like many years. Like it's still hard. It still gets difficult. And there's still questions. There's still doubt. There's still, you know, insecurities and stuff. So don't be afraid to, you know, be ask questions. Yeah. to say, I don't know it all, because yeah. that's okay. We're not meant to know it all. God yeah. is, and that's why God is there. That's why God gives us community for us to ask questions and to learn from each other. So even though we're here speaking, if you want to shoot us a text personally or on Instagram or call us, we'd be more than glad to hear you out and to hear what you have to say because you never know what God can say through you. If God puts something in your heart maybe to share something, 
Yeah. You don't know who's on the other end of that line. So we love you guys. Make sure you guys share with your friends. Remember, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube as well. So tune in. We appreciate you guys so much tuning in every single Tuesday at 730. Uh, we hope to hear you guys next week. Make sure you to call us at 925-384-0049. This has been Let's Be Real at RadioInnovacion.com, your radio, your blessing. I'm Gabriela. Um, <laughs> and I am Luis. We love you guys. <laughs>